Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Lessons I Learned. Uh, my name is Timothy Fields. Um, the upcoming book, Lessons I Learned from Drinking, is coming out soon. Uh, this is my second podcast. Um, joining me will be my good friend of many years, Mark DeGraw. But before we begin, a couple housekeeping items. Um, in order to really enjoy this podcast, if you listen to it in the Anchor app, uh, you will hear the entire song. If you are an iTunes music member or a Spotify member, you'll hear the entire song. Also, if you are not, you'll only hear 30 seconds of the song, but you'll get the feel of what we were doing. And then also, when I upload it to podcasts on iTunes, unfortunately, the music will be taken out. So in order to really enjoy it, you may need to ingest how you're listening to it. Uh, but I definitely re- recommend being a member of iTunes or Spotify so you can get the whole feel. So uh, we're about to um, get into an introduction song. I don't know what I'm going to play, uh, but then we'll come back and get into it. All right. Welcome. All right. So I have uh, my man been doing this over 30 years, Mark DeGraw. We are in Dallas, Texas at the porch in Uptown. We are literally at a bar with tequila uh, talking about the book Lessons I Learned from Drinking. Um, he hasn't made his way all the way through it yet, but... Uh, Baby, so why don't you see what you think of the book, you know? Yeah, Tim, man, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to share this moment and future moments. It's one of the things I really uh, have enjoyed and looking forward to the journey, the lessons I learned from drinking is the future entails so many other things that relate to life lessons, that relate to personal growth, that relate to motivation to improve and better yourself and things around you. But in order to do that, one of the things that I glean right off the top is fixing yourself. You know, one of the things I've struggled with for many years is knowing when to ask for help. And I've dealt with a lot of personal issues that I always felt like, you know, I can handle things myself because I, you know, was equipped to do that. And I talk about a lot of a lot about that in a book I co-authored with some of my best friends called Turning Dreams to Realities. Uh, it was all a dream. The name of the book is All a Dream, and one of the things I express on in, in my chapter is knowing when to ask for help. And, you know, the concept of independence is great, but you have to know your limits. And, uh, and so I'm excited to continue this journey and share my lessons learned as they relate to love and life, but more importantly, fixing yourself so you can be equipped to help others improve themselves. And I'm so excited about that piece alone because I think that's where you can be most impactful in life, you know? Yeah, you know, um, actually I was out the other day and I had my first copy of the book and I'm hoping to get more so we can really kind of begin to sell this thing. I've been talking about it long enough. People are tired of hearing about it. They're like, how can I get the book? But this young lady at a bar, I was sharing a friend and she saw the title, Lessons I Learned, and she lost a very close person to addiction. And she just said if more people knew how to ask for help, how to just kind of step away, how to kind of, this is very, very impactful. And one of the things I didn't even think about, she says this could be used in Alcohol Anonymous and, you know, different, you know, kind of agencies that work with addiction. And that's one of the things throughout the book 
that I really continue to underline that it's not about alcohol. It's not about the celebration of alcohol, but to your point about self-help. And so that's something we want to continue to push. And it's not about, you know, it can be coffee. It can be Coca-Cola. It can, you know, people do drink lots of different things. But, you know, we're here. We're drinking tequila. We've been drinking tequila for a year. So talk about some of your favorite tequilas and how you uh, drink them. Yeah, now, now, you're, now you're in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so at the end of the day, uh, I've become to really enjoy uh, as much as I enjoy uh, other vices I have, such as fashion, things of that nature, I enjoy a great tequila. Uh, one of my favorite tequilas is Classe Azul Reposado. Uh, I, I enjoy a good Casabigos Reposado. It's funny, uh, there are three uh, distinct, you know, mainstream types of tequila. There are others out there. Mezcal has some good stuff. But there are three mainstream types, and I usually find myself catered towards the Reposado, which is, you know, what I would call the one that most people identify as being in the middle. And I think there's a message there about being in the middle and being the middleman, being the connector. I find myself in my career being just that, being a guy that connects people to the right people, whether it be investment-wise, whether it be nonprofits, whether, you know, whatever entails... Uh, somebody, uh, you know, enjoying being the person that sets up the next thing. And I think, you know, some of that's being expressed actually in a good friend of ours books that's coming out. Second uh, Man Up. Second Man Up, you know. So I'm excited to, to, to read more about that. But again, it, it centers around, you know, uh, being the, the king maker, the setup guy. And so it's funny that I, I equate that. You know that particular analogy to uh, to reposado and to tequila, but that's it is what it is. I enjoy a good reposado tequila on the high end. So I say all that to say that this: if you ever find me in your same city, we have to enjoy some tequila together. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I told you about the podcast, but you know, we about the music, and you, you sent me a, a list of songs. And so uh, we about to, you know, go into song and then we, we're going to come back. So what, what are we going to go into? Well, one of the things that I enjoy being a 70s baby is I enjoy a good Marvin Gaye song. Marvin was able to be versatile and rangy and uh, certainly connected to a lot of people, whether it be about love or about war or about, you know, uh, family. Uh, so in this first segment, I definitely want to get into uh, Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man, because it's one of the first songs I listened to as an adolescent, and it was during a time of, of uh, war in our country, uh, but war has been around since B.C., and humankind, human mankind, and, and love for human mankind has been around since B.C., so I say all that to say that I want to set the tone for my lessons learned centered around how do you help your fellow brethren? How do you help your family members? How do you help your colleagues? And ultimately, how do you help uh, improve where you came from? Uh, and then you do that with a backdrop of love. And I'm going to speak about that on different segments. But ultimately, I want to add some context to it and put some color around it by utilizing music, which I think is something you've been doing 
uh, here on this series. So I want to do that as well. And I have so much to share because at the end of the day, uh, I knew I was put on this earth to help improve uh, the lives of youth, which ultimately is going to reciprocate to improving uh, the world in general. But again, with a backdrop of love. So there you All go. Right. Trouble man. Here we go. <laughs> All right, we back after uh, listening to Trouble Man. And so um, let's switch it up a little bit. You know, you and I have uh, known each other a long time, and we share many things in common. Uh, but one is a love for fashion and clothes. We spend too much money on that, spent too much money on alcohol. But one thing that a lot of people don't talk about, fragrances. You, you really get into your fragrances. So... Uh, particularly for the men out there who, you know, I don't know what other people wear, but let's talk about some of the things that, you know, are your go-tos for your standard that you wear daily. And then when you want to make an impression, and I put impression in quotes, uh, what are some of the things that you uh, put on? Absolutely. You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, one of the things that I think, uh, you know, when I think about my interactions, daily interactions in business or social settings you know you always want to feel good you want to feel confident and one of the things that I enjoy doing is is wearing a good piece of clothing good garment uh, that makes a statement uh, and also you know smelling good so when you look good you smell good you act good you feel good and all those things translate into confidence which ultimately I think translates into better connections and relationships uh, and so when I think about you know, some of the fragrances that I love to, you know, it's not about a statement for others. It's more about what I feel comfortable wearing and what I like. And so uh, YSL has a great fragrance, De Home, that uh, usually makes a great statement. Very soft, uh, but also uh, has a good fragrance for any time of the day, any time of the year for that matter. You know, some of these places get into fragrances based on season. I try to look for something that is universal, you know, and I can wear year-round. And so one of the things that I really enjoy is a good fragrance from Joe Malone. And, uh, you know, it, it can be expensive, but at the same time, it lasts a long time because it's real cologne and not some of these uh, products that you may burn through. But if you take the time to spend the money on a good Joe Malone product, uh, you can also uh, enjoy some of the same fruits uh, when you enjoy a good tequila. You spend a little money on that. You spend a little money on, uh, on a good fragrance as well, and it'll last you a little longer, and you'll enjoy it a little bit more. So uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the name because uh, I just bought a new one, and so I got I to... Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so while you think about that, yeah. that's one of the chapters of the book you get what you pay for. Right. So, you know, you can, you know, and all fragrances are great. They are made for somebody. And so let's just say, I don't know how much Old Spice is, but you could get it. And that might appeal to somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, there's something to be said about a good fragrance. And, you know, I personally, you know, being comfortable with myself. You know, uh, you know the YSL fragrance. I said, "Man, what you got on? That's nice. Like, I'm comfortable with myself, but I I recognize that there's something to be said about just like beyond how a person looks, but you know what 
scent and what's the aroma that they're giving off. I mean, it, it, it really makes a statement. And yeah. so yeah. I know a lot of, you know, females are very big in their fragrances. And I just, I felt it's something we should, you know, talk about as guys. Because, you know, I mean, you know, I know there's some, some standard fragrances that you hear in songs, like so Creed and, and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's, it's a billion-dollar industry. It is. And so I, I personally, I enjoy uh, Dior. They have a, a, a private collection in Amber Nui is a fragrance that I have really resonated uh, with uh, that, you know, has a, a, a nice uh, subtle scent, but, you know, really um, could sneak up on you. So I, I, I really, that's what I'm enjoying right now. Yeah. And the Joe Malone Pride just thought about it. Old and Bergamot. Uh, and, and so when I tell you guys, if you ever have an opportunity to venture to places that might sell Joe Malone products, uh, they have some great fragrances for men. Uh, they have candles, they have lotions, they have body washes, they have all those things that uh, could certainly put you in a great mental state uh, and, and help you get ready for the day. Uh, and that's what it's all about. It's about setting yourself up uh, to make every day count. And you want to do that in the best mind and the best spirit. And sometimes a great garment and a great fragrance uh, and, and ultimately, uh, a great mindset can set the tone for an impactful day because you want to make every day count. And that's really what this is all about. You know, when you think about lessons learned from drinking, uh, I think about all of the things that allow you to reflect on where you're at in life and what you're doing for yourself to improve yourself and what you're doing to improve others. And the setting that in which those uh, ideas come from and the setting from which those uh, uh, moments are captured usually involves family and friends and things that bring people together uh, to where you can reflect, you can laugh. One of the greatest joys ever given to mankind is laughter. And you can begin to deposit those things in your database, if you will, such that you can reflect and share and improve so i love it all right so uh one more song and then we're gonna order another round to get out of here but uh he's yeah. gonna have he's gonna come back for another entire podcast uh about love and we'll kind of get into some of the things as men as as fathers you know that we uh, run into every day and you know just kind of really kind of delve into that a little bit but um I, I was in dallas and we were having lunch and I said, you know what? Let's let's do this. I don't know. I don't know if you heard it good or not, but uh, we enjoyed it. Um, so, a song to go out on. A song to go out on. You know, one of the things that I uh, I really enjoy, Tim, is is um, good funk music. <laughs> and uh, you know, when your parents used to tell you to get out of here, you know, it's grown folks up here. <laughs> partying and dancing and stuff and one of the songs that I remember so much was Jamaica Funk and um, it was one of those songs that made you want to dance uh, put you in a good mood and you always remember the horns as they started at the, at the front of the song so pay attention to the horn and uh, enjoy a good song that is uh, fun and uplifting and makes you want to get down all right, so we're uh, checking out from the porch in Uptown Dallas. If you ever in Dallas, I definitely recommend it. Uh, great selections of cocktails, wonderful food, uh, nice setting, walkable. 
right up here in uh, Uptown Dallas. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we about to get into some Jamaican funk.